Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. I am your host, Kelly Palace, and as usual, I am with my co-host, Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's great to be with you here today. Yes, and Maria, this is a special edition of Champions Mojo from the pool deck, and we have a great interview for you today. It's brief, it's short, but it's powerful. Yeah, and we uh, I wasn't there, but I was able to listen to the interview and some great takeaways. Yeah, we hope you'll stick around and catch the takeaways. And here we go. I am here at the Swim RVA Commonwealth Cup in Richmond, Virginia. Happened to just swim in it myself, but I've met so many great swimming parents. And I am actually here with a swimming parent. And his name is Todd Sorbo. He may actually also be the Olympic coach for the women's swimming team for the USA 2024 team and the head coach at the University of Virginia triple NCAA team champions, three Peters. Got a great resume, but Todd, you're here on a Sunday as a swim parent. Tell us what you came to watch today on your day off. You're here to watch your son. Yeah, it's fun to be a swim parent and not a swim coach. Yep, my son's here. He's 14, a freshman in high school, and he's here swimming with his team, Cab Aquatics, and going best times and having fun. I know I get asked a lot as a former D1 coach myself, and I do love these USA meets, and I talk to a lot of swim parents. And parents call up college coaches and they say, oh, my daughter has triple eight times in 10 events. And I used to say, I'm not sure that's the one I want. But what would you say are some things that swimming parents can do well for their kids? I think the biggest thing is just being supportive of the child and the coach equally and letting the coach coach and you be the parent. A lot of people ask me all the time, oh, you coach your son and your daughter. Do you teach them how to swim? And I'm like, no way. Well, first of all, it's different for me, I guess, because I don't want them to know me as a coach. I want them to know me as their dad. So I don't coach them at all. But generally speaking, you want to be the parent that the coach says, that's the kind of parent I love. And it's not that you can know as much as you want or as little as you want about swimming, but just being the parent that is supportive of the decisions the coaches are making, how they're coaching the, the child, allowing them to do their job and not being like a, an armchair coach yourself because there's a lot of messages that can be sent to children. And as long as the coach is a good person and, and makes good decisions and does good things, which I think most of these club coaches, they're not getting paid a ton of money. So they're not doing it for the money. They're doing it for the love of the sport, for the love of teaching children, for the love of seeing you know children develop and mature. And so they more often than not, have that you know their best interest in mind and so just allowing them to do what they do most of them have been doing it a really long time and they're really good at it and if you allow them the freedom and flexibility to do it then they're going to do a really good job and i obviously i'm really hands off with my own children and i'm really good friends with their coach because we coached together a long time ago and for a long time but he often says oh you you guys are the best uh, swim parents and we just let them we trust the coaches and allow them to do their thing and really only maybe contact them if there's something vitally important or emergency or something like that. I think that's the best thing to just let their coaches do what they're going to do and and let the kids have fun. I love it. I love it. So 
If a kid comes home, like they, they're upset with the way they swim and they talk to their parents, what, what might you advise them to do? Well, I think I'd want to advise them to go talk to the coach. Say, hey, go maybe try to set up a meeting with the coach or just set up a cold meeting or whatever it might be to talk about things that, that the child can maybe work on in practices or focus on or that kind of things. But even more so, I think oftentimes kids are upset because not because of necessarily how they swam, but how they swam maybe relative to somebody else, one of their friends or a competitor. And I think it just keeping things in perspective and relative to themselves, right? And especially young kids, they're oftentimes going best times and just try to get them to focus on themselves, what their times are. I have an athlete on my team right now on the college team who said this quote to me a while ago and said that comparison is the thief of joy. So don't compare yourself to the other people around you, especially youngsters at you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, all the way to 15 or 16. Everybody matures at different times and different levels and different speeds and just comparing yourself to yourself. Hopefully you're going best times more often than not. I probably would tell the child just to be patient and keep working hard and you'll have that breakout at some point. I love that. And this may get a little different audience to listen to, but one of the things that you inspired me when you've been on the show before, you talk about being an all-day champion. And I know that the parents out there and certainly the kids that listen to this, can you just expand on that a little bit? Because I like to ask people on the show, especially your caliber, what are a few things that kids can be doing to become their best? The standard that I live by and I coach by and that I try to instill in our student athletes on the college team is pretty simple. It's to be a good person and to work really hard. I feel like if you are a good person and by good person, I mean, you make good decisions and you treat other people really well and you're supportive. If you're just a good person and then you also work really hard at whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's school, whether it's swimming or whatever it might be, I feel like if you do those two things, then really good things are going to happen. What, what are those good things? I have no idea, but I can almost guarantee you if you're a good person and you're working hard, then great things are going to happen. And that's kind of what we push people to do in their social life, in their academic life, in their athletic life. If they're matching all three of those to their work ethic and good decision-making and being a supportive teammate, then great things are going to happen. Yeah, I love that. This is something that, again, on the all-day champion thing, if we're separating swimming from life, if we just go more into swimming, what might be two or three things that in the water, specifically, technically, that are going to make a difference for high school kids that are trying to swim in college? Yeah, I think one, focusing on kicking is huge. Just like general water kicking on a board. I think people don't necessarily focus on that enough. We get a lot of kids who come in who are great kickers. And then we also get a lot of kids who come in who are, are terrible kickers. And when most college teams kick a ton. So preparing yourself to do that and try to get as good as you can at that. I think that flexibility is key to that as well. So working on that, trying to stay flexible as you gain strength and as you mature. Along with that, underwaters are going to be crucial, especially from a college perspective. I know that we obviously focus on long course and international success and things like that, but the vast majority of swimmers going to college aren't going to make the Olympic team, right? And so their biggest focus is probably not going to be that. Their focus is going to be short course and NCAA swimming and underwaters are paramount to that, right? So push-offs, streamlines, and those are like pushing off the wall is the most simple thing that nobody thinks about, right? Nobody thinks about how hard they're actually pushing off the wall. You've got to just focus on generating that. The fastest you're going to go at any given point in the race is pushing off the wall. So generate as much speed and force as you can. 
and actually think about that and then have a great streamline. Because if you don't, even if you could squat 500 pounds and you can push off the wall like a gorilla, if you're not streamlining, you've stopped. And then obviously the underwater dolphin kicking is, is huge as well. So the components of pushing off, streamlining, and dolphin kicking through the breakouts are the most important thing. I love it. I'm going to let you get back to watching your your son here and tell you that of all the people we've interviewed, like tons of parents, the kids always say, we say, what's your secret? And they say, I have great parents. So we really appreciate those parents out there. So you're a parent this weekend here, taking the time out of your busy schedule. So thank you for visiting with yeah, me today. It's great to see you. Small world. Yes. Small. <laughs> Stay tuned for the takeaways. Are you struggling to put on those tight tech suits before your big meet? Well, you're in luck because there is a product called Skin Slick. It's an anti-friction spray-on sports lubricant that will allow you to slide into the tightest of tech suits. A couple sprays around your hips, thighs, and your bum is all you need to squeeze into those compact suits in half the time. That's right, Skin Slick makes it much easier it also prevents chafing. So if your straps are giving you cuts on your shoulders, go ahead and give that area a couple of sprays and you're good to go. Head over to SBR Sports Inc. and use code MOJO23 for 23% off Skin Slick today. And now, the takeaways. Okay, so Maria, as I've been traveling around swimming in these USA meets, it has been so cool to talk with some of the USA coaches and you can imagine my joy and excitement when I got to run into a swim parent who happened to be the 2024 Olympic women's head swimming coach. And of course, we're talking about Todd and he has the highest level of the sport. And my takeaway was that I like to ask him what makes a good swim parent. And he said to, to be hands off. If there was ever a coach that had the right to step in and say, <laughs> I want you to streamline off of this wall. I want you to do this many dolphin kicks. I think you need more training under for this. Todd could be that person, but he was sitting up in the stands. He was waiting out in the parking lot. He was just very relaxed watching his son swim. And his advice was be hands off and let your coach do the coach thing. Yeah, I love that. First, I have to say when I saw his name on the list of people you interviewed, I was jealous that I didn't get to be there for that interview because I remember when we talked to him before and how inspirational he was. But yeah, he's inspirational as a parent too. Just being a parent, not trying to do more than just be a parent. I think that would be amazingly tough considering he knows everything. But I guess it's probably nice for him to step back too and just not worry about it. Yes. So how about your top takeaway? He said this, I think, in our interview with him before, but I, I want to write it down in big letters on the wall. Comparison is the thief of joy. I think he learned that, or he said he learned that from one of his swimmers. But I, I love that. It's so true. You know, he talked a little bit about how kids can compare themselves to others, and we all develop a different race. That's true for adults, too. You know, we need to be doing the best we can in what we're doing, and we don't need to be comparing ourselves to others, and it will steal our joy. So beautiful message for me in that. Yes. And I think that might have come in the section where I said, you know, when kids are disappointed, yeah, what do you recommend? That's a one way to deal with that is why are you disappointed? Because maybe the person you're swimming in the same lane with at practice is beating you or whatever. But I love that. I think there's so many things that we compare ourselves to and it, it just ruins our joy. So yeah. love it. It was an awesome treat to run into Todd at that. I'll bet. Meet, so. I'll bet. Yeah. 
All right, Maria. Thanks so much. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.